Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, amazing, wonderful you. This is Susanna Mittermeier, and welcome to another episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. So what's up in your world? What's up in their world? Well, actually, these are two completely different questions. <laughs> um, what's up in your world doesn't have to be the same as what is up in their world. But oftentimes people make it the same or how often are you making it the same? Whatever is up in the world, are you also making it part of your world? And that doesn't give you a lot of choice because whatever is going on in the world, whether it's your family, your friends, your business, your job or something global that's occurring, if you make that yours, if you make that your world, you don't really have the choice to create your world. And that's kind of a biggie. It is huge because if you look at how often you are assuming that whatever is going on in your world is yours rather than is this mine or is this my awareness of what's going on around me? And there's always going on a lot around, especially in these times. Um, the world is changing a lot. And in times of change, and change right now is pretty massive and intense globally as well. So when change is massive on a macro level, globally, that's macro, it's a bigger level. People also oftentimes make it part of the micro level, the smaller, like the, their lives, everything that affects them personally. And um, in times of intense change, there's oftentimes very few people who embrace the change and go, yay, what possibility is this for us to create something that's different, to create something that works for us? But there's a lot of people who resist and fight change, who want things the way they have been. And if you read in the news, there are a lot of lines written there. There's a lot of text written there about going back to normal, which is so funny. How can you go back to normal? <laughs> what is normal? But it reflects people's points of view that they wish something that has been before. Well, can it really ever be like it has been two years ago before all this stuff occurred in the world? No, it can't. So much has shifted and changed. We have basically jumped tracks, you know, like on a train track, you go, you know, straight ahead and then you change track to go somewhere else to change direction. The world has changed tracks a couple of times in the past years. And you can't go back to the way things were. There's no normal anymore. <laughs> There's no sameness anymore as it has been before. The only thing we have available is change and choice. So what if you acknowledge that? So look at the places in your life where you try to go to what has been, 
um, look for some kind of, okay, this is my normal way of being. This is how I am in the world. This is how I behave. This is how I be with my family. This is how my job is. This is my life. And, you know, you have all these things going on that you call your life. Well, that is great. And if you desire to move forward and if you desire to create a life that works for you, what if you would be willing to have things change way more dynamically and rather than resisting the change, embracing it, allowing it, enjoying it, again, enjoying the change, that's a biggie, enjoying the change, and then being curious of what future it will create for you and with you and you with it. So this is the invitation with this particular podcast. Like looking at the places where you hold on to the things they have been, where you make the past more relevant than the choice and the change. Okay, so again, I'm going to repeat this again. <laughs> because maybe you're somewhere, you know, listening a little bit only while cooking or whatever, which is fine. But that's why I'm going to say it again. So look at the places where you create things the way they have always been. Look at the places in your life, whether it's your body or your business, your family, your friends, whatever it is. Look at the places where you create the things the way they have been and make the past more relevant and where you instead could ask what change is available that I haven't acknowledged. And when you truly embrace change, there's going to be a movement coming into your life. Things are going to swirl around and move and it might be a little bit uncomfortable. Like change is oftentimes uncomfortable. But what if that uncomfort is nothing you need to avoid anymore? What if that uncomfort is something you can receive as an acknowledgement that your life is actually truly changing? How amazing is that? What if uncomfort is where you get the acknowledgement that you have the courage to change? And I always say, you know, bit of a joke, but it's true. What if uncomfort and being uncomfortable, what if that is the foreplay to greater possibilities? <laughs> Maybe that helps some of you putting a little humor in the thing. Um, so it's truly like, wow, what if you embrace the movement? Like, where are you holding on to the past and making things more solid and stable and you have reference points. This is the way it has been. And I have to hold on to this. I have to go back to normal. That is a stability point where you refuse and resist change. And change is like, it's, things are always changing. Like, you know, look at nature. Things are always changing. Is the weather the same every day? Is the weather the same every part of the day? Is the light, you know, if you look outside your window, is the light the same every day or do you does it shift all the time and change if you look closely in nature things are changing all the time it's never the same and it's the same for us because we're part of nature 
we're also natural beings. Oftentimes, you know, we are promoted to be like artificial intelligence is more real for most people nowadays, which is a pity because it's so not what's who we truly are. We are beings of nature. We are natural beings. Our bodies are part of nature. So change is also part of our natural way of being. But if you resist that change, you will create pain. If you resist that change, you will create pain either in your body or psychological pain, like anxiety or depression. And it will not be, you know, it will hurt probably. So what if you start to embrace that movement that comes with change, whether it's, you know, whether it feels like dizziness or I don't know who I am anymore, or I don't know what I would like, or it's like blank or whatever. That is oftentimes an acknowledgement that you are in the middle of change. You know, whenever you go, I don't know anything anymore. I don't know who I am. It's blank. I don't feel anything. It's uncomfortable. These are acknowledgements that you are changing. And what if you acknowledge this as, wow, I am changing, not, oh my God, something is wrong. Because if you conclude that something is wrong, then you again resist change and will create some kind of stagnation in form of pain in your body or psychologically or, you know, in your relationships or whatever. So this is a different perspective. And it, you know, when you listen to that, maybe it opens up something for you or it acknowledges something. Oh my God, I didn't know I was doing that, which is great because If you start to look at things through the eyes of consciousness, through the eyes of what truly works, you will see where you are limiting yourself that you haven't seen before because it was so normal for you because it was part of your life. So what movement are you resisting that you could be enjoying? What change are you resisting that you could be enjoying. And what if you, all of that, let that go and let it go from your world and melt away, okay? If this is a yes, just go in your world. Yep, I'm done with that. (sighs) What is true for you uniquely? What possibilities are available for you with money, business, relationship, your whole life and future like never before. Are you ready to explore? Welcome to the new program, Pragmatic Exploration, starting in April. Find more on www.susannamittermeyer.com. So what movement could you allow? What change could you allow? If you ask for more money and you, let's say, would like to have twice as much in your monthly salary or whatever money comes in or more than twice as much, if you tap into the energy of making twice or three times as much or more uh, than that per month, if you truly allow that amount to come into your life, how much change would you have to be willing to receive in order for that to be possible for you. 
And let's take an extreme example. Have you ever heard about people who won the lottery, who didn't have money before, who had lack, you know, in their lives, a lot of lack. And there are a lot of people who had, they had lack and then they, you know, got a lot of money, maybe won the lottery or something. And it took them not long until the money they won was gone or they, they spent it or it wasn't, you know, they created that debt again. Why? Because debt and lack was more familiar to them and normal to them than the abundance of a lot of money, the ease of a lot of money. And that amount of money, for them to receive it and allow it to expand your life and create more ease, that would have totally upset their equilibrium. That would have totally upset the point of view of who they are in the world the stability point of who they are that they didn't want to change. So they had to get rid of the money again to be who they have decided they are. And that's what I mean with making the past more relevant than the choice and the change you have available. So where in your life are you making the past more relevant than the change and the choice you have available right now? And it takes a bit of courage to look at those places, you know, whether it's money or body or a couple of those stuck points in your life where you could go, okay, truth, am I holding on to that? Am I holding on to that? Am I just saying that I would like to change it, but actually I'm holding on to this stability point. I'm holding on to the equilibrium to not change too much, to not have this, oh my God, I don't know who I am anymore. So that's why I said, okay, what if you allow the movement? What if you embrace this, this period of where you might not know who you are anymore or why, where you go, oh my God, what's going on? What if you just embrace that? <sighs> what if you just right now say yes to that? Like what change are you asking for? In what areas of your life are you asking for change? And if you, in order to truly have that show up and actualize in your life, how much movement, how much change and choice would you have to embrace? Yes. Wow. And maybe while I'm talking, you get some awarenesses where you're doing this in your life and where you might have a different choice. And you probably don't know how this will look like once you choose and once you allow the change. But that is the adventure, my friends. You know, what if your past is no longer the thing that haunts you? For example, um, I'm taking another money example. It seems to be in the air. <laughs> so if you look at your bank account, or maybe you had the thing occur in your life where you looked at your bank account and you had this, oh my God, stress or panic due to the lack that you were seeing displayed on your screen. <laughs> so what did occur in your head when you looked at your, the number on your bank account? What did you think and how much did you project what you saw there, the number you saw there, how much did you project that on the future and went, oh my God, this is how the future will look like. And this is what people do all the time because what you see on the bank account right now is the past. If you get stressed about what is on your bank account right now, it's you allowing your past to haunt you. It's where you make the past more relevant than the choice and the change you have available. Because the thing, the number on your bank account, it's a momentary thing. 
This is right now in these 10 seconds. This number can change in the next moment. You know, someone can transfer money and you go, oh my God, cool. You know, there's a plus again, or there's more than I thought. It can change. But if you hold on to that point of view, oh my God, this is the only amount I have and it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. That is the future you're creating. Your point of view creates your reality. And every point of view is a past. Every point of view is where you use the past to haunt you. Yeah, it's kind of a biggie. So what if you let all of that go? Would you let all of those points of view go? And just say yes in your world and let them go. <sighs> or if you notice another point of view about that, just go, wow, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. <laughs> That's an interesting point of view. I have that point of view. And say that a couple of times until you can't find that point of view anymore. So where in your life, and we had the money example, and you can take relationship, la la la, any kind, kinds of you know, areas of your life where you make the past more relevant and let the past haunt you rather than, and then when you notice that, just ask, okay, so what choice, what change and choice is available to me in this situation, in this moment that I haven't acknowledged? And just ask it and see what shows up. And you don't have to have an answer right now, but, you know, let's do it together. Take one example, one area of your life where you feel stuck. And let's ask truth. What is the value of holding on to this stuckness? What do you love about it? Because if you have a stuckness, there's something you love about it. Otherwise, you wouldn't create it every day. So what do I love about this? And then you can say, OK, I you know, let that go. And interesting point of view, I have this point of view, you know, just choose to let it go. And if you, um, I never mentioned it on these podcasts, but if you know the access consciousness clearing statement, you could use it here. Um, it's some weird words that work. It doesn't make sense, but it works. You can ask, so what do I love about this? What's the value of holding on to this? And you can say everything that that is. I let it go. I destroy and uncreate it. And then you can just choose to let it go or you can insert the access consciousness clearing statement, which is right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. When I heard it the first time, I went, what is that? That is weird, weird words that don't make sense. And yes, they are weird and they don't make sense, but they work. Um, they change things on an energetic level. And if you want to know more, there's, you can just Google access consciousness clearing statement and it's more explained, but you don't need explanation unless you desire it and it just works. So again, what do I love about this? What do I love about being stuck in this area of my life and everything that that is? Will you destroy and uncreate at times a godzillion, which is just, you know, making it more intense, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, poison, and beyonds. <sighs> Okay, and then the next part of that would be the question. So look at it now that we destroyed and uncreated and let go of some layers of where you hold on to the stuckness or what works for you or where you think it works for you. And now ask what change and choice is available for me in this very area with this very situation that I haven't acknowledged yet. And everything that does not allow you to perceive, know, be, and receive that, will you 
let that go, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <sighs> and do that every time when something like this comes up. And you will see that there's more choice and more change available than you thought there were. And yes, you will show up different than other people, which is a cool thing. And what if you celebrate that and enjoy it? So truth, what change and what choice is available to you that would make you thrive like never before? Yes. So my friends, um, by the way, if you want to have more of that, I actually just created a call, which is getting out of your hole <laughs> and creating a life that works for you. It's in a pragmatic psychology intro online call on um, March 15th. So it's a one-off call. It's truly an invitation to, hey, let's let go of the past. Let's, you know, undo the places where you make yourself stuck and created like this whole of, okay, this is my life. As a coping strategy, I you know, have to be in this little, I have to create a small life so nobody can take it away from me. So nobody can, you know, destroy me and which keeps you from truly getting out there in the world and creating. So this is on March 15th and then followed by a two day class, three hours per day. Also a pragmatic psychology class called making your life work. So that one is the 26th and 27th of March. And it's truly like, let's make all areas of your life work like never before. So we're going to post a link in the description of the podcast. And my friends, go rock, have way too much fun and looking forward to more, to way more. Mwah. Bye for now. <laughs>